Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yo. Yo. What's going on? I'm just looking to see what people say. When they're asked about whether or not they drink before certain social gatherings. Okay. Which, you know, that's, in general, if you were saying all social gatherings, well, I would think that's yeah. obviously... Matter of fact. Very, uh, very common. Because we're here. So they studied, they say study, I feel like this is just a poll, but they studied 2,000 adults sure. who drink. Ah, yeah. 49%, so basically half of them, had a beverage before an event or social occasion to increase their confidence. Now you're telling me that only 49% of people... Who oh, are right. not sober say, "Yeah, I've had a drink before a situation sometime to increase my confidence." Yeah. That that number's way too low. You tell me that fifty percent um, of people who aren't yeah. on the wagon they've never had a drink before, yeah. not one time. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. Look, I know I got a problem. <laughs> right, I know. But That's I what mean, I'm saying. We all think like fifty percent. And a drug addict. I'm, we're hey. all <laughs> we've all got our issues. Uh, That's but high. yeah, no. 50%. I'm not saying funerals, by the way. Just any social situation. Yeah. Like a game night, you're having wine or whatever. You don't have a, a glass of wine before they come over. Yeah, a lot of people don't do that. Apparently, 51%. Either that or quite a few people lie about it. Uh, so these are the things that are included. Family gatherings, that number is so, so out of the norm. It does for me. To people like us. I'm being honest. It does. Yeah, but no, that, that number actually is probably seems high. Uh, so they include family you gatherings. Is it your mom? Just say your... People in your family, you think you, before your mom has a couple people over for Bunko, you think she just slugs down a couple shots of the hot stuff? I've only seen feel my better? mom drink a couple of times, right. but funny enough, one of the times was when she was getting ready to have people over, and she had this margarita mixed up. I was like, I'm going to try this. She was all stressed, and she had it, and then she got a little tipsy. But that's enough about her, okay? Let's get back to this. I'm just saying, I'm sure my mom, when she has friends over, she doesn't just... Did you ever see your parents hammered, either one of them? And, and, like, maybe your sister or your other parent had to lie about what was wrong with them. That ever happened? No. Like, uh, you know, oh, dad's not feeling well or mom's not feeling well. Never got one of those? No. I mean, as an adult, uh, me and my dad went to a sports bar one time and slugged a couple boombas yeah. of beer. And we were both feeling a little bit. And, yeah. You know, we were like, you want to go next door and get burgers? And I was like, hell yeah, I do. But that's the only time. And I wouldn't say we were hammered, but... You could tell we were both a little sloshy, but I was in my late twenties by then. I, my well, mom growing really, up, I never did. I, I, I think I was in my twenties. My, I might have been thirty before I realized that the time I'd seen my mother tipsy, she was tipsy because I never really saw her drink. Literally, right. it was just a few times, and we were at a restaurant. It was me and my brother and my parents, 
And I was sitting next to my mom. I don't recall anything being abnormal. I wouldn't have thought anything of it for her drink because my dad drank, uh, you know, every day. So I don't think that would have been an issue. But I was also old enough at that point, you would think that, because I was probably seven or eight. I would think a seven or eight-year-old could possibly pick up on that, but I guess not. Because as I was leaving, my dad and I walk out together, and I'm like, where's mom? Where's Josh? They turn around, and my brother is helping my mom get down the steps from the restaurant and then, like, helping her out to the car. And I was like, what's wrong? And they were like, she's just not feeling well. And I was like, all of a sudden? Right? She seems fine. Had no idea. And then my brother was telling me about it. I think it was, like, Thanksgiving or something. When I was an adult, I was like, I've never seen mom uh, tipsy before. And he's like, you did once. Literally one time she got her nose on. And I was like, really? I saw my dad drink. Like, they would have friends over sometimes, and he would always drink Southern Comfort. But I never saw him get hammered. But I think he was a drunk. That's what I, I always... He was a drunk before he adopted my sister. So I think he was like, you know what? I'm just oh, going to cut it out. I got you. He, he, was being, he was behaving himself a little bit as he... Yeah, had, like he, as he got older and we would talk, he'd be like, you know, before your mom, I dated this girl, you know, we were just, you know, you guys probably at that same bar, right? Yeah. And he's like, you know, I, you know, he's like, I knew I just couldn't stay with her. I'm like, why? He's like, well, when we first started hanging out, she'd come over, we'd drink a six pack. He's like, and then after like three months, I'd stop and get a 12 pack. He's like, and then after like a year, I was buying two cases of beer, and we were both pounding down like 18 beers a night. I was like, it, we, this, is, this can't go anywhere. I think he was telling me, like, you've got to stop dating these girls you're dating. <laughs> right. I think that was his thing. Like, and I'm like, man, well, you know, work for you. I'm, yeah, I get whatever. what you're saying here. Okay? I understand. Pretty direct. It's not really a metaphor. <laughs> I remember saying to my brother one time we were at the mall. My mom was trying to get my dad to quit drinking. He hadn't uh, drank in, I don't know, a day or two, whatever it was. It might have been a couple of days. He seemed grumpy. And I was like, what's wrong with him? My mom goes, he's in a bad mood because I asked him not to drink for a couple of days. <laughs> And I was like, oh, so then I kind of fall back, and I'm talking to my brother. I'm like, why would she tell him not to drink for a couple of days? And he's like, I don't know, because it, he was allergic to beer somehow. The doctors right. didn't know if it was the barley or the hops, but something made him cough. And uh, well, so that, that was stop. the reason. I know. Well, that was why he continued to do it. Um, my mom was worried about his health, though, at one point, because he would get in these really bad coughing fits. And I don't know if the beard thing was ever true, especially I feel like a doctor told him that in the 70s. And nothing against doctors who were practicing in the 70s, but it was the 70s. Come on. How much, how much did the medical community really know? It's not like you could just – and even today, it's not like you can just uh, hook yeah. someone up to a machine like at a mechanic and say, all right, let's see what the computer says. Yeah, like when I took Euro uh, to the heart doctor. And they they told us what was wrong with them, and they were like, you know, do you have any experience with this? And I was like, well, growing up, I had a friend of mine. He goes with a prolapsed mitral valve, and I go, yeah, like you're really good at what you do. And he goes, every kid in the '70s with a heart murmur was diagnosed with a prolapse. Every person who comes in here with a heart murmur, your age, tells me they have a prolapsed mitral valve. He's like, and it ain't ever the case. That apparently, just in the '70s, they were like heart murmur. And they would scare kids. <clears throat> they told me not to ride roller coasters or eat too much salt. I was a kid. Right. I was a kid. I was like, what, a, what is going on? You're like, well, his blood pressure is slightly elevated. And with his murmur, and since we don't know what it is. Right. So I lived my whole youth worried about this heart murmur. And them telling me, hey, you might want to be careful. And then their whole deal was once you're, uh, I think they said 18, but I know that it happened later in high school. We want you to go get a full um, cardiogram. Oh, yeah. And so I went and did it, and they're like, you don't have a heart murmur. That's oh. literally what they told me. They're like, we don't see anything here. And I was like, well, so what, you can't find it? Like, you don't have it. And they said, you know, they said something about it's It's really hard for a doctor to hear with just a stethoscope or whatever. And so I just got to think that if they told my mom, like, yeah, you know, I think your husband's allergic to barley or rice, whatever the hell they right. said. Yeah. I know that my mom said that in the early 80s he's tried drinking some sort of Japanese beer because it 
It didn't have one of the things in it that they thought he might have been allergic oh. to, but he gave it up. Anyway, I don't remember him ever like being uh, tipsy or having a buzz on, but maybe he mm-hmm. was just really good at it. So 43% say that they have had a drink before a family gathering, specifically. Of course. 43%. Again, that number seems low to me. Yeah. Now, this one I understand it being a little bit lower, but the first social outing with new colleagues. The first social outing with new colleagues? That's only 25%. Which that one does make sense. Very first time going out with these people. I mean, look, I think it makes sense if that number's low. If you say anytime you're going out with colleagues that uh, you know you don't drink before you get there, you don't want to show up with the buzz on. I could I could see that if we're saying only half of people no, say they drink before social situations anyway. But if it's the first time you're meeting, that's probably a little different. Catching a flight. How many people have had a drink before they get on the flight? Well, those bars are pretty. Um, They're packed. Thirty percent. 23%. These numbers insane. seem low. I know. It says more than 1 in 20, which is about 7%. Then you're all on benzos if you're not drinking. Something. Yeah, I guess that's true. You could have something. some other drug. More than 1 in 20, which is 7%, have even had a shot of courage before a job interview. Taking a, a shot before a job interview seems pretty... pretty. Yeah, I'd do that. Pretty, pretty big time. You know what I I'd mean? I'd do that. Like, the, like booze is your Just buddy at that point. Just take the edge off. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, take the edge off, man. Uh, so 7%. Well, now right. I'm the one with the problem. I didn't say problem. I said Would that's you suck serious. down a bottle of Kratom before a job interview? Yes, I would. Oh, See, sure. what's the yes, difference I would. then? Uh, 10% have about done... you? Oh, yeah. Yeah? For sure. You do your vice? Huh? Okay. Oh, okay. We're on. Stop There's stop video. There's video. Yeah, what are you There's doing? video. <laughs> so 7% <laughs> before a job interview. Oh, 10, 10% have had a drink before a video call at work. So I guess you got one of those morning meetings from home. You just <laughs> yeah. say, I'll just have a drink before this. Among the top situations in which people drink to feel their best are on nights out. Sure, 55%. Again, this is percentage of people who drink. 55% on nights out. A holiday, 48%. Someone else's wedding, 43%. The research was commissioned by this whole, I don't know, alcohol. It seems like uh, yeah, drinking is a problem, whatever. Bunch of teetotalers. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds like that's who was, was doing this. But the funeral thing, I thought, have I ever had a drink before a funeral? Like, what are some social events where not only have I not done it, but it wouldn't have even crossed my mind? I'm going to go ahead and say if it crossed my mind, there's a chance I might have done it. I don't think it's crossed my mind before a funeral before, though. Have, has, is that something you ever thought of? Like, this is going to suck. It's going to yeah, be depressing. Sure. I'll have a drink before we go to the funeral. Yeah, of course. I don't know if I'd done it, but yeah, I've certainly thought about it. The rest of them I could. I've totally had drinks see. after funerals for sure. And I could see the don't job most interview. people have drinks after funerals. I don't know. Like, what? Yeah, there's some sort of gathering, right? Yeah, yeah and then everybody eat, has a like, drink, right? Eat cheese and drink wine and talk about the. I don't know if you drink wine. Uh, yeah, that seems like right. A beers and yeah, a bar. I mean, like, it's not like at the funeral home. You go over to someone's house afterwards. Yeah, right? maybe a reception hall or something. Yeah, that I don't remember, but my family. Maybe they just, you know, didn't do that sort of thing. But I do know that we would go over to someone's house. I think I know we've been to reception halls. I don't know what they call them after funerals. And there was like, you know, dancing, dancing after and like a funeral, food and like booze. Yeah, especially like, after, yeah, for sure. No, I mean, you could definitely be right. I'm just trying to remember if that. If I've ever but we're not that. real religious. Nobody in my family. So maybe they just did, maybe we're the only ones who have ever done that. Yeah. Uh, the research also found adults who struggle to dance in public. Yeah, uh, they like to drink a little bit. Thirty-three yeah. percent. If they've got to give a speech somewhere, doesn't specify yeah. where. Twenty-six percent. Going on a date. I assume that they meant like on a first date, but it doesn't yeah. say that. So just going on a date. Eighteen percent. I like to get real liquored up. Who will go? Huh? 
How but before the date, yeah. that to me, I mean, if you get to the bar first, then you got to count this. If you go to the bar and you're waiting on the other person, yeah, even on a morning coffee date, I'm hammered. Sure. <laughs> you you want you don't want to seem shy yeah. or nervous or weird, yeah. right? And she's not going to smell the booze. I mean, Maybe. she will, but she won't think booze. You know at what? If it's a date, then it's best she get to know me. That's a good point, right? The Church of Laszlo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.